What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of modern tooling and automated testing in WordPress uh, development in particular, of course. And joining us for that conversation, I'd like to welcome to Press This, Mr. Josh Pollock. Josh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you? Good, good. I'm really excited to have you on the show as we were talking kind of before the recording. You're the most, I believe, the most famous WordPress Pollock of all the Pollocks. Right. Comparative to Jackson Pollock, less famous, but yes, but, wasn't but known he's not websites. nearly as WordPress famous as you are. So I think like you've got Jackson there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am a fan of his work though. So. Ah, that's good to learn. Uh, for those listening though, what Josh is going to talk about today uh, Josh comes from, to us from a few different areas, but, but particularly focused on plugin machine. We'll talk a little bit about that, but also around his thoughts about why modern development tooling and automated testing are super important for WordPress development. So if you're a cowboy or cowgirl coder, uh, Josh is going to talk a little bit about why another path might be better, uh, some of his favorite tools for that, and how to approach automated testing with your own WordPress development projects. Uh, before we jump into that, I'd like to remind folks, I know you've probably heard this on prior episodes, on April 20th, 2022, WP Engine will be holding our virtual Decode conference. If you'd like to check it out and learn more about WordPress development on a variety of topics, you can visit events.wpengine.com forward slash decode dash 2022. All right, Josh, I'm going to ask you the first question I ask all my guests. Could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? Yeah, I used WordPress probably for the first time, uh, let's say 2011, 2012 to write a blog. 
like on wordpress.com and then i uh like googled how to do something and they were like paste something into functions.php but so i had to like move to self-hosted wordpress um and i don't think i really ever did much work on that blog i got really distracted by like the code part um and that uh, led me into like the WordPress community and volunteering with like the theme review team. And then I um, got a job at pods, which is a plugin that does like custom fields and custom post types and has a UI for it. Um, and I got a job as a support person there. And um, Scott uh, Kingsley Clark, the lead developer there and everybody else really supportive and helped me learn like development. And I got really into plugin development from there. That's cool. When did you first get distracted by the code? You said 2011 or 12 was when you tried to start a blog. Was it like shortly thereafter or? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, that was like WordPress 2.7, um, I think was the first version I worked on. I mean, I think the first version like I used and I think the first version I contributed to was like 3.7. Oh, that's um, cool. So yeah, 2011, this would have been right after custom post type. So that would have been an exciting time to be in WordPress. I do think out of 237 some odd episodes I've done, you're the first WordPress.com origin story. So I think you might have the distinction of that and all the folks I've interviewed these years, but uh, that's pretty cool that you got kind of started there in the blogging sphere and then quickly kind of moved on to the development side. That was really interesting. Um, now, I mentioned earlier that you're with uh, Plugin Machine. Could you tell us what Plugin Machine does and what you do there? Yeah, so this is a new product that I'm developing. You know, I mean, it's my, you know, it's my solo thing I'm building. Like I'm a freelance developer now. Like the in-between parts of the story is I met some folks in, uh, that were working on uh, a plugin called Caldera Forms through pods, had a company surrounding that for a while. Um, and then like did a couple jobs in the WordPress space. And now I'm a freelance developer. And a lot of times I'm building WordPress plugins for WordPress sites. Um, like I'm not somebody that you would go to and be like, I need to build a site for my business. Like I'll build the cool functionality for it. Somebody else will build a, a theme or whatever. Um, and uh, for that and for my own projects, I kept getting hung up on what, where, how do I start this plugin? Like I want to have blocks and I want to make sure that I'm using WordPress scripts, like the new tool for uh, compiling JavaScript code, including React code in a way that works uh, compatible with WordPress the right way. And it's the WordPress standard. Um, and so I was like forking the last project that I worked on over and over again. Um, and that led <laughs> That's me the start to... of all great software, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. and so um, that kind of led to what I'm now calling Plugin Machine, which is a tool that um, does a few things. First thing is it helps start plugins. Like it creates all the code you need with all of the correct naming conventions and dependencies to do things like use composer for PHP, um, autoloader and dependencies or using um, the WordPress scripts for your blocks, all these different types of things. Um, and this has gotten me, I've always kind of been obsessed with the moving parts of plugin development, um, the automated testing. Um, creating the right zip file that um, has all of the correct files that you want in there, but not the ones you don't want, um, like your tests you don't want to install. So um, Plugin Machine is this sort of complete tool for starting plugins, adding features to plugins. Oh, I need to add a block. I need to add a menu page. Um, and then creating like the final package version that can go on a WordPress site. Um, and it like can a be development framework for plugins, I guess. If I had to like use just a few words to describe it, is that fair or would you describe yeah, it differently? That's great. I'm going to write that down. 
Um, <laughs> no, 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 this is what part of why I love going on podcasts. Like, like you're, you're, you've got a great way to simplify it. Like it's a development framework for um, WordPress plugins. Um, like it's a hosted service and a CLI that you use. Um, so you have a UI where you can click, like I want to use custom post types and I want to use blocks. And then when you're in your plugin, you can, you know, type quick commands like plugin machine, plugin zip creates a zip file of your plugin. So those sort of things. So I love it when software, of course, kind of uh, originates in, 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 in need in kind of a custom way. And it's kind of interesting to hear the origin story of Plugin Machine. Appreciate you're still kind of building onto it, but kind of coming out of your kind of homegrown approach. And, and so like your journey started with WordPress.com, right? Like literally no code type website building. And you kind of quickly get into kind of more advanced development. Um, so help me understand, or our audience even understand, like when you talk about quote modern tooling with WordPress development, um, what does that mean to you, and 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 why is that important? Yeah, and so just to, for the context of how I, I'm of who I'm approaching this is, I'm you know a WordPress plugin developer and a web application developer. I'm uh, talking about building WordPress plugins, custom plugins for your site. Um, that might be unique plugin that does, you know, the, something that doesn't exist. You know, it extends WooCommerce in some unique and interesting way for your business. Um, or plugins that people are developing to distribute open source or to sell. Um, and so when you're doing that, um, you don't, you know, like when I started building plugins, like hello doll, it's just one file. You don't really need anything special for that. But as they grow in complexity, you start having automated dependencies, right? You wanna use the WordPress scripts package or you wanna use WordPress components package that way you can use the same inputs and selects and these sort of form controls as Gutenberg does. Um, as you do that, um, you start to need something that can automatically install those, something like NPM or Yarn, and then you need a tool that can automatically run the build process to create the browser safe JavaScript, that's WP scripts, but and then you start getting into what we call automated testing, where we're writing additional code that runs our code to make sure it runs the right way. Um, and there's a lot of complexity there. And I think that makes it hard because you're learning these tools and you're learning how to use them at the same time. And learning two things at once is hard, right? Yeah, it's it was like, interesting because to hear you describe it, you use the word automated for every single bullet as you talked about modern tooling from you know, um, installing packages and dealing with dependencies and then running your kind of testing suite. Uh, and it seems like, you know, if you haven't done these pieces along the way, you have to learn both the automation and what the thing is doing to the software that you're creating. And I could see that being, uh, you know, a huge challenge for a lot of folks. I'm curious though, like about that journey and maybe how folks can kind of get over that. Um, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of talking to Josh Pollock about the importance of modern tooling and automated testing in WordPress development. Josh, right before the break, you were kind of explaining modern tooling you kind of had kind of gone through a list of uh, 
uh, a list of kind of key components of it, but you kept emphasizing the automation part. And I was kind of making the point that people have to learn both the kind of automated approach, but also kind of what the tools are doing. Was that a challenge for you as you started to adopt this type of development? Oh yeah, totally. And I'm a nerd for it. Like people hate that part of it. I enjoy it. But when I'm trying to write a feature, right? When my brain is in the space of, I've talked to a client and they need this thing to look like this and go here. I want to like write PHP and JavaScript code. I don't want to write a, you know, automated test setup or uh, configure NPM, even though I'm a nerd for that stuff. I don't want to deal with it when I'm in the brain space of doing, like doing the actual work. Um, and so that was always the challenge for me because I was interested in both, but it's like everybody, it's hard to do at once. So what plugin machine does for me and I, and, and for other people like me is I click a few buttons and I get all of the parts set up and they're all set up to be automated. And when I would say automated, I mean things like I can have one command in the readme that sets up the local development environment and allows me to see it in the browser and run tests. Um, that I have GitHub actions that every time a change is made, run the tests in, um, in different environments with different versions of WordPress, different PHP versions to automatically check if my code is cross compatible with all these different things, because um, that's a challenge in WordPress. And I, as a developer, don't have to think that hard about it because it's a few button clicks to get set up. And then you look in the readme, cut and paste this one command, it does a bunch of stuff. Cut and paste this command, it does a bunch of stuff. That now, allows what you me to say like, is the, the why behind this though. Like it's a lot of extra steps. There's a lot of extra things to get your head around. It's great to use kind of quote off the shelf frameworks that get you closer. But like what, why? Like why go through all this trouble to integrate quote modern tooling into your development process? Well, so for some things, it's basically a requirement. Like if you want to use React inside of WordPress for something like a block, building like a cool admin page for, um, for your plugin, having a front end uh, interactive element, you're going to need to use the correct WordPress tools to compile it in a way that it won't cause compatibility issues with other React-based uh, components in the WordPress site. So you're the more and more it's becoming like effective. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Actively a requirement, right? Like you might want to, you might have a plugin that's been out there for a while and you need to make some changes, but you don't want to break the things that the features that already exist. Um, the best way to deal with that is to write automated tests that describe the way it works now. And if you make a change, that causes one of those tests to fail. Nope, stop, back up, you know, fix that error instead of shipping it to your users. That's another so, place where it's like your, your need to make your customers happy and have a stable product um, becomes the need. Okay, so this isn't really interesting because there's been a lot of discussion about this um, recently in WordPress, which is, as Rob Stenson, uh, one of my coworkers here at WP Engine points out, the easy things in WordPress are getting easier, like the block editor. And the hard things are getting harder, like making a plugin and your kind of observations there on, you know, kind of more advanced development approaches than the past relative to even incorporating React, let alone like using it as a, a framework. Um, so that really rings true. And um, it sounds like, though, the benefit is your time from, of, uh, particularly with things like automated testing from having to like, uh, recode stuff you shipped that broke, but I'm guessing also like keeping your job if you're or your clients if you're shipping uh, lots of breaking changes. I'm guessing that's also a benefit. Like there's a monetary benefit. Yeah, like I'm a person on a machine, right? This is sort of the joke behind plugin machine. Um, like I'm the name is that like I'm not good at doing the same thing over and over again the same exact same way, right? That's why we use computers. Like, we're just like, hey, I'll tell you how to do a thing. We call that code. And then we just run it over and over again, trusting computers to do the same thing over and over again, the same way. And so this to me is, I don't want the anxiety of what if the change I made broke. And so I could manually test it exactly the same way every time. And that, as you said, that's time, right? And that's human error. Uh, or I could just have a program that runs it for me. Um, and the more that I think we make it easier for WordPress plugin and theme developers to have automated testing without like, oh, I'd love to, but I don't have time to figure out how to set it up. Um, the more that uh, those easy things that are easy for the end user will be stable, right? Because it's not just that we want the UI to be easier to use or easier to, you know, to learn. We don't want people, like this is the complaint about WordPress is that you get your site going and then you update your plugins and things break, right? Like this is the thing that everybody has a problem with as a user level. And it's not something that uh, we can solve for users directly. It's something that we have to solve in the way that we build WordPress plugins and the way that we test them. And that makes so sense. like deadlines are always like, you know, expectations. Like when, when do you want this? Tomorrow, right? I don't think anyone has ever not said that to me. Like, oh, we need it in six months. No problem, right? It's everybody wants everything the next day. And so teams are under this pressure. I'm just curious how you think about writing tests or test suites 
you know, in, in giving people kind of a crawl, walk around, are there some key areas or do you, do you like to start and like try to write what you feel is a complete test suite or do you try to pick it off in certain parts as you, or as people are learning? Like, how do you, how do you recommend folks tackle it? Like go for the full test suite, you know, take off a chunk and, and learn that way. Or how do you think about that part? This is a great question. I, I do this kind of consulting with folks sometimes where I like look at their code and not just set up automated tests, but like work with them on coaching them on what they should be testing. And a lot of times one of the things holding people back is they feel like sort of guilty that they don't have any tests and that they can't have complete test coverage, right? And I think that's a weird way to approach it because it's like, you haven't done a thing yet. Of course you don't have the thing, the result of the thing. Like you haven't written the test, you don't test. But the tests are useful even if they don't cover everything. I think that's the really, the, the anxiety people have of I'm not going to get full test coverage if I just write a few tests. It's like, yes, but you got yourself a step closer to that. You got started on it. You got an opportunity to learn how tests go. So for example, I have a plugin that I wrote for a client that adds a shortcut. Like that's all it does. And so I wrote two, and it has, you know, if you're not logged in, it shows a message to you about logging in. Um, and so I wrote two tests. Both of them just call the function that renders the shortcode and make sure that it doesn't throw an error. Those aren't the world's most detailed tests. But when I first committed them after the, my first pass of writing the plugin without testing anything, I had like a whole bunch of errors just from running those tests, like just in the process of generating the shortcode. I had generated a ton of PHP errors and I was able to work through and get those to go away. Um, and then that gave me the confidence in the future that if something, one of the three or four different parts of what goes into that shortcode break, uh, you know, that'll fail the test. So that so it sounds not, like you're thinking about it in terms of like the key functionality of the software you've created, identifying those key functions and then kind of writing tests around those to start in order to isolate where in your software problems might be arising. Is that, is that a fair way to frame that? Yeah, I would say because, yes, because that's starting with two tests that say something broke. Like really good test coverage, you would have like one test for each individual part of the program. And so it's like one test fails and you're like, okay, that tells me exactly where I need to go in, the, in my code base to solve it. Maybe you'll get there. Maybe that's a way to develop a new product plugin. But if you have one test that does, you know, your short code, it does your make sure that your block can be uh, added in the post editor, uh, make sure that your form can be submitted and doesn't make any errors. Those cover so much. And then in the future, when those break, you know, they fail for a specific reason. Then the second type of thing that I like, so that's like the first phase. The second phase is, Next time there's a bug, write a test that fails because of that bug and then can pass once you fix the bug. Because now you have a little bit more detailed in your testing and you have proof that you fixed the bug and you have protection against it happening again in the future. Oh, I like that. So you're kind of using future bugs as they pop up as a way to add more test coverage. And, and What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of course, the areas that need it most, right? The things that are breaking, mm-hmm. um, it's a clever way to, to inch into that. That was a great suggestion. Thanks. I want to dig a little deeper here and, and talk about this culture of Wild West coding and WordPress. Um, we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're talking about modern tooling for WordPress developers with Josh Pollock. Right before the break, we were talking a little bit about how uh, Josh thinks, anyways, of approaching your uh, kind of writing your test suites, kind of focusing on the most critical functions first. I really liked your suggestion, Josh, about using kind of uh, bugs in the moment to, to, you know, beef up your test suite. I thought that was really clever. Um, you know, WordPress has a culture of cowboy cowgirl coding, if you will, wild less coding, heard it also called. Um, do, do you see a, a culture of automated testing starting to take root? Is this notion of like the quote, hard things getting harder, like making modern tooling uh, uh, you said also a requirement, but also this notion of automated testing. Do you feel like that's taking more root in WordPress or do you still feel it's like, you know, the five minute install and 10 minute website? Well, it depends on the project, right? Like there's nothing wrong. Like it's great when you can do like pluginmachine.com, like the one website with WordPress I'm really building myself right now. I don't have any of that under version control. There's no custom, like there's a little bit of custom code like that I like modified into Hello Dolly. Right, it's just like off the shelf stuff. But I think, um, like I used to work at an agency. Um, there, all of the deployments were automated. Right, everything was being checked into version control using a pull request uh, workflow, and then it, you know when you merge to one branch, it automatically deploys the site. Um, that's gotten easier. There's a lot more tools for that. There's a lot more hosts that you know support that and have uh, you know documented ways to do that and getting automated deployments for like, if you're building a whole site, I think that's a great first step because um, that's an opportunity to standardize that part. And then in, you know, in, in that pipeline, start adding tests to that. Um, I think more and more people are doing that. And, um, you know, I, 
used an FTP client to drag, you know, files up to a server earlier this morning because sometimes it's the only way to do it. Um, and uh, I think, you know, I think the people it's getting better, but um, you know, it's not easy enough for people. Like it's not. I think because like Composer isn't a native concept to WordPress core that makes it more difficult or NPM, I think, um, I think there's a lot more work to be done in that space. And like, I'm really, I'm super interested in that. Like if I had more time, I would consider the, um, the problem of Composer isn't, works with WordPress but isn't a great tool. It works for the whole project, but like it can't recursively install dependencies, those kind of problems um, that so, I think, yeah. I was just gonna say, obviously plugin machine is part of your personal build stack, uh, but what about like your your test, uh, your testing? Do you use like if folks are, cause I feel like that's a big blocker for a lot of people trying to adopt modern development flows is like, you know, it, what, test suites can I use? What testing tools can I use? I'm just curious, like if you have any recommendations for folks listening around automated testing and tools or testing suites or frameworks for WordPress that they could consider. Well, so for WordPress developers who are doing like plugins, um, you know, I just use PHP unit, which is the standard for WordPress plugin for PHP testing. Um, and then there are some tools that have been developed by um, Yoast um, that are open source and as part of core uh, that make it easier to test with PHP unit. Um, and those all get set up automatically with plugin machine. And then for JavaScript, Jest, which is like React test framework, I mean, that's part of the WP scripts. Um, so those are the things they use. But I also, for people who might be doing site development, you can do automated testing um, with tools like Ghost Inspector or Checkly, where you're able to program the tests by like click, you have a browser extension and then you go into the browser, you click record and you do things like log into your website and add a post or add a block or that kind of thing. And then they can run it on your website every, you know, once a day or once a week. Um, and that's a way to do no code automated testing that, uh, you know, people who own websites and they're, you know, it's really like when your client sends you a message and says, hey, this page is broken. That's like not a great way to start an interaction with your client. It's so much better to say, hey, our automated check noticed that the last update broke this section and we've already fixed it. Like, I love the... I love the incremental no code suggestion. I think out of all the modern workflow episodes I've done over these years, I don't think one person has ever introduced that concept. That was That's really clever. Uh, this has been awesome, Josh. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about what Josh is up to and maybe expand your own modern WordPress developer journey, check out pluginmachine.com. Thanks everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, don't forget about Decode from WP Engine, the virtual development conference on April 20th, 2022. Visit events.wpengine.com forward slash decode dash 2022. This has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.